The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that would like to publicly thank the 1,169 public school UIL Texas high school football coaches who have turned in their questionnaire as of May 2nd. <laughs> My name is Greg Tupper. That's up to the minute, by the way. Wow. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 44th birthday today. Happy birthday to the greatest player who's ever lived, David Beckham. Whoa, is yeah. that not? No, that's. Is he not? That's not. True. I was. Yeah. That's what I was told. No. <laughs> that's man. what. That's you got, what. You got bad info, man. Yeah. Is that not? No. <laughs> yeah, I was. Sorry. I was informed that he's the most important athlete in person that's ever lived. Is that well, not important? Well, is that not? Yeah. No. I don't know. You can make that argument. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, first four through the door: Mavis, Patton, <laughs> Guy Frazier, Josh Chappett, and Ruben Rios. What is up, y'all? And sitting to my right, the waffle to my pancake, our West African prince, Ishmael Johnson. Interesting. Which well, means... I say the waffle to my house, but you know. Oh, yeah. Which means that Ishmael is better than me. Would you rather be a waffle or a pancake? Oh, you'd much rather be a waffle. I yeah, agree. I waffle. agree. Yeah. I'm, That's why I gave him the waffle. Yeah, okay. Maybe. I'm just making sure. I'm being, I'm being, yeah, I'm being nice here. I don't know how petty pancakes you are, are pancakes. Waffles are better. A waffle house is better than IHOP. Yes. Like, come on now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's... I think that's kind of simplistic. Simplistic menu. Yeah. Simplistic look. Don't get overcomplicated. Don't turn yourself into IHOB or whatever they did with the burgers. Like <laughs> a, Waffle House will never change anything. Just do and that's you. what makes them perfect. But the yeah. thing is, Waffle House does have like non breakfast foods. Sure, I but think like they have like sandwiches. Sure, they do, but it's like it's on one little sheet of yeah, menu. There you like go. There's it's nothing's fine. getting added. Nothing's getting that added. menu hasn't changed in hundred and fifty years. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. Your that's service it. is gonna be subpar, but uh, that's part of it. That's part that's <laughs> the whole that's the whole deal. Today is Thursday, May second, twenty nineteen. Two hundred and ten days until Thanksgiving. Episode seven fifty one. Seven fifty nine that won the number of total bases for Paul Casanova in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Or rather Washington Senators career from nineteen sixty six mm. to nineteen seventy one. On today's show, guys, we've got a flurry of Texas high school football coaching news to get through. Um, and then, back half of the show, we're going to, uh, in an extremely May 2nd uh, segment, we are going to uh, look at the 12 FBS coaches in Texas uh, and uh, give them some hot seat rankings. Oh. I've, got, I've, I've narrowed them down to, I think, five different categories. Uh, so we will get into that coming up here at the back half of the show. Yes, by the way, that is that is a 100% up-to-date uh, thing. Oh, we have received 1,169 public school questionnaires. That's not to mention the 150 or so public or private schools we've gotten. So thanks very much. Uh, we will continue to pester you, though, because there <laughs> are still... Hold on, I can, I can give you an up-to-date number. We still have 56... Uh, UIL schools that have not turned in a questionnaire. Wow. 56. Now, part of it is there are a few that I know have changed coaches. That happens. Uh, there are a few yeah. that, that have, do I have a coach? For example, uh, I think uh, Rio Vista just hired a guy 
So, you know, can't be, you know, can't yeah. be too mad about that. Um, Tatum has a new coach, things like that. Although, point of order, mm-hmm. Columbus. I believe Columbus does not have a coach right now. Mm-hmm. And yet, guess what we got today? Oh. A questionnaire from the Columbus Cardinals. Nice. So, it can happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you're a coach and you're one of the 56 coaches that I'm thinking of right now. Because <laughs> um, I'm not going to, you know, there's no need to. No, 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 no. No, no need to no need call to. them out. But, in any case, if you're one of those and you'd like to turn your questionnaire, that'd be super great. And I wouldn't have to sick some interns on you to call you in about a week. So, how about that? Okay, let's get into... Um, we haven't done a, a bit of an update on Texas high school football coaching changes in a while. Uh, so we have some. Uh, we have actually a fair number of them. As um, This is the... What's the... What's the... Um, it's not the apex. It's the what's the opposite of an apex? <laughs> uh, it's it's the it's the denouement of um, of coaching season. The, it's the, probably uh, not the actual opposite. The sl- that's this, not. This but the, I just mixed a like is this, a, the va- is this the valley of darkness? I just I just <laughs> mixed I just mixed like geometry <laughs> right. with like literature. Yeah. But in any case, yeah. this is the the end. This is the slow the valley of darkness. The slow end of um of coaching uh, coaching change season. Uh, but we've still got a, a flurry here at the here at the end. Uh, one that I did not send Max a graphic for that I Uh-oh. forgot about okay. is that um, Sonora's made a hire. That's true. Um, um, our own Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, uh, reports that uh, that Rawls uh, uh, Rawls's coach Kevin Sherrill uh, is going to take over at Sonora. Uh, he of course did a fantastic job. Uh, with the Jackrabbits last year, uh, now moving over to Sonora uh, after um, after they are they're taking over for for Jeff Cordell, who was kind of unceremoniously pushed out. Hmm. Um, so what? Two out of the last three seasons they've done that at Sonora. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you got to know what you're getting into. But yeah. look, I mean, this is that's still a good job, still a place you can win. Uh, it's a it's a football crazy part of the state. Emphasis on crazy. Um, <laughs> but the school board is a little bit. They're are something. They're a little trigger happy. They are, but in any case, Sonora has a new coach. It will be Kevin Sherrill, the head coach at Rawls, which means that Rawls is now open. Uh, we missed this one, but this was well. We Step didn't. Let me be clear. Yeah. Step didn't. <laughs> Step was all over this. Step was all over. Um, yeah. But Newton uh, has a new head coach. We mentioned that W. T. Johnson uh, was uh, was retiring. He he re- announced his retirement in March. Uh, but last month, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. they announced that um, that their defensive coordinator, Drew Johnston, the son of WT, is going to be taking over that Newton program. Uh, obviously, if you've won two consecutive state championships, uh, maybe if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. The other thing is that, from what I understand, if you were to talk to folks around the Newton program, um, Drew Johnston was in many ways stepping up mm-hmm. in his in his father's stead whenever whenever WT was really battling with, with health issues and, and wasn't able to be there. In a lot of ways, it was Drew Johnston who was kind of stepping up and being um, the de facto head right, coach, kind of caretaker right. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, caretaker manager, so so to speak. And so Drew Johnston uh, is the new head coach at Newton. He will take over the Eagles, who will defend their two-time state championships, and um, and we're excited to see what they do. In 2019, they are uh, keeping it in the family, though. Drew Johnston, the new coach at Newton. Um, this happened last night, mm-hmm. but or was it? No, it was Monday, maybe. No, it was last night. Uh, but um, Terrell has a new coach. Mike yeah. Shields, uh, you remember, ended up 
uh, speaking of, of school boards run amok, yeah. uh, <laughs> Mike Shields left Terrell to go take the job at McGregor. That was a couple of uh, weeks ago, maybe about a month ago. Now they have made a hire, and they have brought in Garland Naaman Forest head coach Marvin Sedbury Jr. Interesting hire. I like uh, this. It yeah. is. Um, he, he, I think that uh, this was a guy who helped build Naaman Forest from the worst team in Garland ISD into a really solid squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won in his first two years there. He They won a grand total of one game. And then in the next three years, he guided them to the playoffs three consecutive times. Um, he is now moving over to Terrell to take over that job, so staying kind of out there east of Texas or east of Dallas. Uh, but Marvin Sedbury Jr. is the new coach at uh, Terrell. That means that Garland Naaman Forrest is now open. Uh, Crum has made a hire. This is one that maybe flew under the radar, but um, um, Alan O., who, if you remember, took over kind of very late for Gary Robinson a couple of years ago when Gary Robinson had to step aside to take care of some family issues. They promoted Alan O. Alan O. Um, was a guy who, who kind of took took over that program, coached them for two years. He left to take an assistance job at his alma mater, Coppell. Hmm. And so he is going to move over. He's moving over there. But Crum has made a hire. They have hired Palestine coach Robbie Clark. Uh, Robbie Clark is now, um, after four years, is, is moving from Palestine over to Crum. And as a result, uh, now that uh, now Palestine is open. So the, the coaching uh, carousel continues to spin. Uh, Edna has made a hire. Uh, Edna, uh, you may remember, uh, Jerry Long, uh, pretty shockingly resigned after two seasons where they were really good. They won 20 games in two years. Um, but uh, they're off... Uh, he resigned after two seasons. Now Robert Draper, their offensive coordinator, was promoted last night uh, as their new head coach. Uh, Robert Draper will be the new head coach at Edna. Uh, elsewhere, this was another big one. Uh, you you remember Wellington came up. Wellington, of course, one of the perennial uh, powers um, in in two A, two A Division two. Step was saying that this job was uh, a little bit of hot potato, mm-hmm. a little bit. There were a couple guys who were in it that then turned pulled, it down, turned their turn them down. Uh, but they have uh, they have certainly landed on their feet after Wade Williams re- uh, resigned after uh, eleven years, going one hundred and twenty two and twenty two mm-hmm. in that time, including that two thousand thirteen state championship. Uh, but they have made a hire as Goldthwaite coach Greg Prophet is moving from Goldthwaite over to Wellington. Uh, Prophet was uh, about five hundred in his uh, in his tenure there at the Eagles. Um, his he's of course the son of kind of legendary uh, Gary Prophet. Um, he took over in two thousand thirteen. Now he is moving over uh, to take over at Wellington. Steps says this is the first time since nineteen eighty five that a Prophet won't be at Goldthwaite. That is crazy. First time <laughs> yeah. in my lifetime. Yeah. Wow. The first time. For the first time since I've been alive, yeah. somebody with the last name of Prophet will not be coaching Goldthwait. Uh, so considering, you know, the you mentioned the, I won't say turmoil, but the, you know, ups and downs of that mm-hmm. interview process. I mean, uh, getting somebody like yeah, that, to like, yeah, to land go. on your feet like that is really impressive. And Goldthwait's going to be an interesting job, too, too mm-hmm. but Goldthwait is now open. Uh, what is interesting is, remember, this is technically a smaller school. He's moving from 2A Division One mm-hmm. to 2A Division Two. We're talking difference of about 50 kids but still yeah. it is uh, a little bit of uh, a a, um, a a classification move down which is interesting uh, we mentioned it briefly but Abilene is open which is mm-hmm. a, a very big job obviously uh, as Delvan Cox um, 
has uh, has been promoted to Abilene ISD assistant athletic director. Uh, he was there for four years. He went twenty six and eighteen with the Eagles. Needless to say, Abilene is a big job. That it's is the biggest one open right now. That's got to be Judson. Judson's still open. Judson's still open. Judson's yeah. still open. Yeah. So that's something that's still we, it's up there. It's yes. definitely one two I, probably. Yeah, it is. That's a that's actually a coin flip. I think on hmm, probably based on what we're hearing on you know especially Wagner doing well. The, true. The new true. Judson's sure. Sure. point. The, all the talent kind of being chopped up a little bit. As a result, though, regardless, I mean, it's one and two in some sort of order, Abilene and Converse Judson, but Abilene is open. Um, that will be a job that's obviously going to get a lot of attention uh, out there. Um, I haven't heard anything on this. Have you guys seen what uh, Step's saying about Abilene? No, I haven't. Folks, um, follow Matt Step on Twitter. At Matt underscore Step up at 817. Uh, Galena Parks made a hire. Um, not North Shore, John Kay's still there. But <laughs> Galena Park, the Yellow Jackets have made a hire. Uh, and I'm going to butcher this, but they have hired a, a um, they've hired one of their uh, one of their own Galena Park High uh, alumnus and new Caney Porter assistant, Spiro Amarantos. 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 Spiro Amarantos. Yeah, I thought almost on your first try. Uh, maybe is he the first? Is he the only Spiro as a head coach? In, I don't know in t- the state right now. It's great. In any case, Spiro Amarantos is the new coach at Galena Park, taking over for George Young, who stepped down after two years, uh, in which they went four and six. Mu- they were much improved in two thousand. 2018, and Spiro Amarantos will hope to keep that uh, momentum going. Elsewhere, Cold Spring Oakers has made a hire. Uh, Ken Stanley is moving from his position at Liberty as their offensive coordinator to take over at Cold Spring Oakers. You may remember Jim Bird um, stepped down relatively suddenly for um, for family reasons and has since taken a, a, a position at Love Lady, which I believe is a little bit closer to home for him. And so... Um, Liberty offense coordinator Ken Stanley will be the new head coach of the Trojans of Cold Spring Oakhurst. Uh, elsewhere, Corsicana Mildred. Hey, remember when Corsicana Mildred made a title game? <laughs> this there is a, a bit of um, a bit of a um, how do I want to put this? Uh, you remember Cody Fagan um, left to be the um, uh, left to take over at Whitesboro. Speaking of uh, school boards, run amok. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Gill got kind of unceremoniously kicked out of Whitesboro, despite the fact that he's like easily the most successful coach in school history. Um, but he is, he is out and C- Cody Fagan took over at, uh, at Whitesboro. Of course, Kenna Mildred has now made a hire. Um, and they have hired former Godley and Palmer head coach, Duke Dalton. Duke Dalton will be the new head coach, uh, there at, um, uh, Mildred. Mildred, thank you. I don't know why. So, Godley, um, of course, he left. Uh, Dalton was uh, placed on administrative leave. Um, he has now landed on his feet. He will be the new head coach at Corsicana. Mildred, of course, a team that made a title game back in 2013. Is that right? Around then. Shimanek. Yeah. Nick Shimanek was their yeah. quarterback. Around then. Anyway, um, Ira Ann. So, there's a lot of uh, intrigue around Ira Ann right now. You, of course, Ira Ann is a program that, that had terrific success and made it to a title game a couple of years ago. Um, but they have had um, a big after Mark Kiroff left. They have had a big time kind of. Um, uh, they've had uh, certainly a, a a coaching carousel there. Mm-hmm. Corby Maurer uh, stepped down after just one year. Uh, they went ten and two, no problems on the field. But the uh, but Co- Corby Maurer stepped down. Uh, they're going to have their third head coach in three seasons. That head coach is going to be Vanderbilt industrial coach Matt Ludicky. He is taking over there at IRM. And what's interesting, there were some rumblings and rumors mm-hmm. that uh, IRM was going to consider a move to dropping six down. Man. Yeah. They're gonna. They they are one of their. They're two in division two. They, they I believe they have the numbers that if they wanted to play six man they could. Mm-hmm. But I believe. Uh, look, go, I think maybe I think, go rogue this year and then get 
officially reclassified next year. That was one thought that that was kind of out there, but it sounds like, I mean, if you go and you hire the office coordinator at industrial. Right, right. You're not having, you're not going to have him learn a new sport. No, (laughs) no, this would be, I mean, at this point, that makes me think that they, they have committed to 11 man for the long haul, or at least for the next probably realignment cycle. Sure. And so Matt, Matt Ludicky is the new head coach at Ira Ann. Um, and, and finally to kind of, uh, fill it all out, um, Louise, uh, the Hornets uh, are have been looking for a new job after Heath Clawson stepped down for three seasons. Um, they have a new head coach, and his co- his name he was promoted. Uh, as a, he was a longtime assistant. The new head coach of the Louis Hornets is Joe Bill. Mm-hmm. And man, if there, if there is a if there is a more trustworthy coach it's in Joe the Bill. state of Texas, Joe Bill, than Joe Bill. <laughs> I've never met him. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually never met Joe Bill. Coach Bill, <laughs> looking forward to talking to you. But uh, yes, Joe, Joe Bill, Bill is the new head coach at Louise. Congratulations to him. He will take over the Hornets. And that is your coaching change update. TexasFootball.com has all of your Texas high school ball coaching changes. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Also, where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package. So the month of May is crazy for us as we are putting together the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football. I actually, we finalized one of the covers yesterday. We will finalize the other one probably by the end of next week. We're working on that. But in any case, if you would like the 400 pages plus the cover uh, in the in, of that magazine, mailed directly to you before you can hit before it hits newsstands, Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. We will put it in the mail from you right off the presses. Hit, uh, send it directly to you. You will get it before it hits newsstands. So if you want it before anybody else, you got to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. As we mentioned before, it's nineteen ninety five for the first year uh, uh, to be an insider. Uh, that's for the whole year. You get two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com. The summer magazine retails for eleven ninety five. So if you start doing the math, it is uh, you can't afford not to become an insider, right? I made that up. You you can afford not to, but please do. Become a Dave Campbell's Tech Football Insider. A lot of great stuff online as well, including complete access to our archives, uh, digitized copies of every summer magazine we've ever put out. So if you want to go flip through the 1961 edition of the magazine, you can go do it right now. TexasFootball.com slash archive. You also get access to our new recruiting site, TexasFootball.com slash recruiting, uh, with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete. Uh, insider podcasts, uh, all sorts of other good stuff at TexasFootball.com. Computer rankings, computer projections. We've got, we're working on another thing that I've got a, I've got an idea for. I got to see if we can, we can dial it up. Okay. Okay. That's. I just, I don't know. Well, we were talking about it, about something to do with the computer rankings. Oh right, 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 right. We've got an idea okay. that we're going to see if we can make work. I don't want to. I don't want to oversell it, but it would be very, very cool if we could make it happen. In any case, TexasFootball.com slash Insider, 1995 for the first year, makes a great gift as well. It's TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. All right, so let's talk about something that is kind of uncomfortable. I always, I don't like talking about people losing their jobs. Sure. That doesn't seem fun to right. me. And the people, like, I've I've never understood people who celebrate when coaches get fired. Right. That's always seemed very odd to me. Mm-hmm. But it is a fact of life, in co- especially in college football. 
And so we are going to look at the 12 FBS coaches in the state of Texas as far as uh, their hot seat rankings. I think the only fair thing to do at the end of this is let the uh, TFTers decide uh, the hot seat rankings for the three of us. Sure. Yes. That's who, sh- who is most yeah. deserving of mm. being fired? Yes. Not most likely. Yeah. Because most Just, likely is me. No. Who's, no. I actually think that's no. me. I was about to say. <laughs> no, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I know he would be last if we're talking about most. Who yeah, is right, most? Yeah. Who is most deserving of being fired? Let us know in the comments. Uh, that'll be fun. Anyway, let's get to our college football uh, hot seat rankings. Let's start with. Actually, hold on. Most least likely is step. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So, yeah. yeah, you're so yeah. you're one step he's above the, that. He's cool throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, um, yeah. he's so, chilling on that frozen throne right so now. So let's speak of which. Let's start. Let's start with ice cold, and, and this is where I put the three new coaches: Matt Wells, Jake Spavital, and Dana Holgerson. Mm-hmm. Um, we can certainly argue as far as um, as far as what order, but I just have a hard time believing that anybody's getting fired after one year, right? Uh, especially at I would say. Now, I would say if there is one who is most likely, it would probably be someone like Dana Holgers. Right. If if Houston goes three and nine, yes. If they were, if they were to right, totally it's just tank. like, yeah, this is like, what is happening here? Because yeah. there is because they have invested a lot of money in them and stuff like that. But I think that that Texas State, mm-hmm. as you as you know, mm-hmm. um, they are invested in the build mm-hmm. and they understand to me. Take a minute mm-hmm. for Jake Spavital, especially young coach, and Matt Wells. Uh, I, I think when that, you make a hire like this, you're yes. investing in something long term. And I would say that I would say that for a program that's five and seven, like unless they go zero and twelve, right. I just have a hard time believing that they're going to pull the trigger on Matt Wells. Mm-hmm. So. I have those three ranked at ice cold. Then let's get to Chili. Mm-hmm. Chili. Still guys who I think are pretty unlikely to get fired, um, but it's not outside the realm of possibility if things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Patterson's not going anywhere. In fact, you could probably put him yeah. on the ice cold. I was front. like, why'd you put Gary Patterson? But, yeah. they, but I will he say... He will die in that office. No, yeah, you're right. They're going to rename here's the facilities the one thing, after him. I totally agree, but here's the one thing I'll say. Gary Patterson, the, for all the things Gary Patterson has done, he's never had two bad years in a row. So? If they have the second bad I think, year. I think you're making a case for more ice cold. <laughs> if, no, I, I agree. They're not going to have another bad year, in my opinion. Uh-huh. But I think they could have 17 and bad years in a row, and he wouldn't go anywhere. You're probably right. He's leaving before they fire. Yeah. You're probably right, but I'm just saying I'm putting them, him on this level simply because he's not a new coach. Okay. Um, Jimbo Fisher is probably almost unless he goes to LSU. If I may scare every Aggie out there. Oh, no. Um, it, Jimbo Fisher, it would take something pretty remarkable for him to get fired mm. at, at Texas A&M, I right. would say. Matt Rule might be, I think there's an argument to say he's the safest. He's as safe as Gary Patterson. But, again, if they were to go 1-11 mm-hmm. and things were to just crater for them, yeah. and all of that goodwill he's built up over the last two years were to dissipate, it's not totally unforeseen but i would say it's unlikely i think the one thing that keeps matt rule here is the outsider factor yes like not a quote-unquote texas guy Mm -hmm. and so like i he's fine and he's gonna be fine he's gonna be the coach unless he probably chooses to leave but like there are rum there always every time somebody from outside the state comes in there's Mm -hmm. always that little contingent of oh well you can can just go get a texas guy you know it's not happening but all, that always happens with like guys from the East Coast, guys from the Deep South. That's mm-hmm. not Texas, things like that. Uh, Seth Luttrell is also on this level, I would say. I, I, I Again, another guy that is it's, – it's a lot more likely that he t- 
takes in their job right. than it is that he's going to get fired there. I'd put him in ice cold. You put him in ice cold as I well? I think he could go 1-11 this year, and he's earned enough goodwill. I think you're matter. probably right. Yeah. Tom Herman's interesting, though. Tom Herman, yeah. I would say. Texas is just crazy. Tom, yeah, that's, just, that's, more, that's <laughs> more of the Texas that, wildcard wild yeah, factor. You're right. That is more of the Texas wildcard <laughs> factor than it is Tom Herman. Yeah. Um, if they were, again, they're going to start the year really highly regarded. If they go 4-8, and eight, mm-hmm. I mean, anything's possible. But and he would have had at least the requisite three years that you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. and then you could say, "Oh, well, we just got to get rid of him." But I also think that when you win a Sugar Bowl and you win ten games last year, then I think I have a feeling he's going to be fine. Texas is like more and more reminds me of like the Big 12's Auburn. Like it's yeah. not that it's not that dysfunctional. But, always, but do any of the people at the top really know what they're trying to achieve? No. Yeah, like above fair. the coaches, like you the know, boosters, you know one thing: you want to beat Oklahoma yeah. slash Alabama, yes. right? Like you, the the boosters and all those. That's who I'm talking about. Like yeah. All the boosters and people, like none of them actually like seem to like each other or right. get along. And it's not Auburn, but in yeah. a lot of ways, it just seems like you're trying to serve a lot of masters who mm-hmm. have totally different expectations. And it seems like there's never a consensus yeah. on like what on like who's good. It's like yeah. Charlie Strong, great hire. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. like that hire. Tom yeah. Herman, great hire. I, I don't know. He's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, right. Like uh, it's super weird. <laughs> room room temperature still un I would say still unlikely to get fired. I'd put him in chili. Sunny Dykes. Yeah. So Sunny Dykes had a weird year last year. Weird year. We haven't talked enough about. I guess the if it went bad, but I had. just for some reason I feel really confident that's going to go well. So Sunny Dykes, think, yeah. if you remember his first game as the coach, they got obliterated in that yeah. bowl game. It looked, yeah. yeah, it looked bad. It, it was also really weird of him to take. Yeah, over at that like all coach. Yeah, yeah. Normally, just let the OC coach or whatever. Right. Right. But Sonny Dykes, and then if you remember, in the early going, they looked like legitimately the worst team in the country. That North Texas game was North Texas TCU. They looked inept in the early going, but they got better and they made a bowl. And and they were by the time by the time it was over, you were like, oh well, that's that's okay. Mm I would still say he's very, pretty unlikely to get fired. Mm-hmm. But if they revert, I don't think he's built up that goodwill. I was about to say, like, I, I think room temperature is fine because if they go four and eight or three and nine with like Shane Bichelle, like they have yes. a quarterback now, they have enough returning talent. They have, you know, I think it's enough to where it's like, okay, this yes. is, you know, you, at the end of the year, somebody can make an ultimatum. It's like this isn't getting better or I, something like that. I agree with that. I call this one short sleeve weather. It's not hot, <laughs> but you don't want to wear long sleeves. Don't wear a jacket. Outside. You don't want to, yeah, don't don't go in there with the with the, with a hoodie. Um, Mike Bloomgren and Dana Dimmel, two guys who I think are are in very similar situations mm-hmm. where they are both tasked with a rebuild. Mm-hmm. They have both brought been brought in to instill their style of football. The first year didn't go well, mm-hmm. pretty much at all. Right. Um, and if I think if there's not a, I think that if they somehow get worse, that if they go, if, if it looks like this program is trending backward mm-hmm. because there's not a whole lot of room to go backward, that could cause them to say, wow, maybe we've, we've missed, maybe we've certainly um, made the wrong hire here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're not the guy. I think Bloomberg gets more rope just because of the academic standards. I was saying, Tom Green definitely gets more rope in this It's a different priority, I think. Mm, And his power of personality, right or wrong, like, I think helps him as well. I agree. Whereas, and I don't think this is an indictment, it's not really my, the only difference for Dimmel is I think no one's like 100% confident in UTEP the way they're run. Agreed. Right. Like, so I think it's more about like the people they have above so we've him. We've they, seen yeah. Rice. We've seen Rice recently do well. Right. We've seen like yeah, yeah. We've, it's like okay, Rice. There's a there's a blueprint there for yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can win with these type of players, but their academic standards and things. And right. then like uh, he's also going an interesting route of bringing in like 
you know, they have a quarterback from Harvard coming in. Mm-hmm. Like they have, they're going for these other prestigious uh, academic programs and getting like they have a, a grad transfer from Stanford coming in. Like yeah. they have players, they're doing that route of like, okay, let's go get other program players from other programs that do this similar, that have this similar standard. Yes. And that's probably I don't. UTEP is more like you just got to find the right JUCO guys. Right. Like it's it's like it's it, you're going for. Uh, it's a path less traveled. Let's just I say. agree. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there, and there is, you know, one of our favorite podcasts is podcast saying play nobody, and mm-hmm. they talk so much about how UTEP is maybe the the toughest job in FBS, just mm-hmm. because uh, it, it's out there in the middle of nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's it's out there, and it's hard to get kids out there, and they don't have that tradition. They can they can kind of lean back on. So um, I would say again, less likely than than more likely, but. More likely than any of the guys we just listed. Mm-hmm. And then there's one. And I would call this Toasty. Yeah. And this is our buddy, Frank Wilson. Yeah. Frank Wilson at UTSA. Um, I thought, I'll be, I'll be honest, I thought there was a greater than zero chance he got fired this year but after, the, after this season. Yeah, I thought, yeah, um, I wouldn't have been surprised. I think, but I think that he, first and foremost, I think he's a good coach. Yeah. And I think that the folks at UTSA believe in him and they want to believe in him. Mm-hmm. That's certainly important. Yeah. The other thing about it, though, is I think he said, um, he said, look, we are going to make a change. Uh, we're going to change our offense. Oh, like, I know our offensive coordinator, or I know our offense didn't work last year. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to bring in, we're going to hire, uh, promote Jeff Castle, mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator. Probably should have been who, done in the first place. Who, <laughs> Max, you were saying even yeah. last year when you were down there with yeah. David Ubbin yeah. doing the interview, that they kind of said. This is our guy. Like this he, is the, he's the future. This is the guy we want to be our future. Yeah. And as a result, yeah. Wilson loves him. Yes. Yeah. And so they're now pulling that trigger, and that feels like the break glass in case of emergency. Mm-hmm. That, okay, we've got to make a change. Borges was supposed to maybe last maybe yes. two years, right? Right. Because uh, right. they brought Borges out of retirement, right? Mm-hmm. right? So it was like, okay, bring him in for a year or two, and then, then Castle takes over. But right. it's like, right. all right, you probably should have pulled the trigger on Castle a little bit sooner. If right. <laughs> that said, I mean, I'll be honest, I think if they don't go 500, I think he's gone. I think that's. I, I think. I think he's. I think he's. He's undisputedly on the hot seat the most of yeah. any coach in the state. Um, I could see five and seven being. I enough. could see five and seven. I think that's. I, mean, I guess they, they went three and nine. That'll be a two win improvement. Yeah. But I. I don't know. I get the feeling that if it's. If it's five and seven, or I'll even go four, but the offense looks better. Like if they lose like shootouts or something. Like if the yeah. if, if the. Let's just say if the offense if they look different. <laughs> is different, yes, and they w- lose a couple shoot, like say they lose to North Texas in a shootout, yeah, right, and it's like 35, 45-35 or yeah. something. It's like man, oh that that offense yeah. is just one more well, year of this. You can see it's a different team. It's got a right. lot of life, all that stuff. If they win yeah. four games and lose yeah. losses like that, yeah, okay, sure. But if it's yeah, I can see five being his being that threshold yeah. where it's like that's make or break. Yeah, but anything less, yeah, I can. It's I could have see to them. be a weird well, twist. I could see them kind of mutually deciding it's not working. Right. Yeah. And, well, like Frank Wilson being like, hey, look, you know what? This isn't. So, and here's, well, here's the other thing, though. And, and this is maybe, I mean, if we want to get into to, to brass tacks about it, mm-hmm. the bottom line is that attendance at UTSA games is not doing well. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not doing well. I mean, this is a. Yeah, they, 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 they're, the they're under, they're <laughs> under 20,000 people for yeah. most of their games. Um, and you have that big stadium. And I would say Under ten miles from campus. <laughs> that if that if you are, um, I think I think what they need to say is they need to see more excitement because that's the thing about UTSA last year. UTSA was hard to watch. Like if you you go back to those bowl seasons, 
and or at least the bowl eligible seasons and like they were there like mm-hmm. the fans were there the alamo dome was up right. and they it was were rocking yeah and like you look at the commanders like there's a football uh this fan base there yeah right like they line up to fill the alamo dome if you're good and if you're entertaining and last year just wasn't yeah and like, it was yeah. and so to me maybe it's not even a win total right mm-hmm. because um because right, yeah, it might knows? not be. Yeah, it might not be. It, tangible, it may not be. It may not be. It may thing. not be tangible. But there needs to be a different feel around the program, and yeah. it needs to be like, oh, okay, well, things are getting better. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not all the way there, but things mm-hmm. are getting better. Things are getting to be more exciting. Things are getting to be there's there's more of a reason to pay attention to UTSA mm-hmm. because if they go another year and they're just another just blah team that nobody really pays attention to, that would be more of an indictment on on Frank Wilson. Because yeah, like you look, you look back to those. Like the Dalton Sturm, he didn't pilot an amazing offense, but he was fun to watch. Yeah, they were fine. Like, yeah. they, they were they, like they had enough versatility that they were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Last year was just a slog mm-hmm. every single year or every single week. So that's our hot seat rankings. Um, make sure whenever um, every whenever uh, everyone that we mention on the ice cold gets fired, uh, <laughs> make sure you make sure you one. make sure you at us at DCTF. Right. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Uh, one coaching change we did forget, and uh, I'm kind of surprised because he's a friend of the program, been on the show, Chris Souza. Yes. Oh, man, yeah. To Beville, back to Beville Jones. Back to Beville where Jones. He had, them, he had them humming back in the late 2000s, the late aughts. Yes. Uh, Medina Valley is now Medina open. Medina Valley is open. Jacob John thinks they're a sleeping giant. I don't, but only in the sense that, like, they're a tough tester. it's the same way people are like, oh, but – Buda Hayes is on the I-35 corridor, and everything's growing that direction. Right. Like, someday, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But, like, I, I think, yes, these cities are both expanding rapidly, but at the same time, like, we might be talking about 20 years. Before. Yeah. So, like, let's not, like, I'm not going to sit around waiting for that. I'm not holding my breath yeah. for programs that far out to be doing better. I agree. Um, it is intriguing, and I think that's part of the allure for that job for a lot of guys mm-hmm. um, when they look at it. But yeah, that's an interesting one. Jacob also says Frank Harris is going to save coach's job. Look, you are you will are, be hard pressed to find three bigger we, fans of Frank Harris we, gathered in one room. We love Frank Harris. That is asking a lot, though. Yeah, it's uh, that offense needs a lot. Uh, a lot. Hopefully, that leg's doing well because yeah. he needs to be. He's going to be running. One thing, a lot you know, year. one thing I had an idea of, and, and I know we've kicked this around, and this is apropos of absolutely nothing, but I do think that one college football Saturday, we need to have like um, a digital watch party. Oh God! Where we we all sit down, we have the TVs out yeah, there, we, we point just, the cameras at us, we yeah. stream it, and we yeah. just we're just watching the games and talking about it. That would be, be fun. fun. It'd be fun to uh, to do one time, one yeah. time, right? Yes, maybe get a, every week, maybe thing. get a few loyal TFTers in on the fun. That'd be all right. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I know you don't like that. <laughs> this show, as usual, Greg thinks this show is about him. <laughs> Ed McElroy says, thanks to y'all for the archives. I just printed the first four years as at 9 to 12, too young to know to save them. Uh, have had the rest forever. That's nice. a that's a lot of magazines. I haven't thought about uh, printing out all the archives, but that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I would uh, maybe do something where it was like archives. four pages on one page or something yeah. like that. Then yeah. you can do that. I yeah. wouldn't spend that much weight than that money. Clint Gould, uh, our man down in Wimberley, bringing back one phrase that will always get you love on this show, bring back the Southwest Conference. Hell yeah. Of course. Hell yes, we would love to. And, I mean, obviously we would have to include UTSA, Texas State, all the, all the teams. Oh, yeah. Otherwise we're yeah. not UTEP. Well, the UTEP was in the Southwest Conference. Right. But, yes. That would, Dome too. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I'd be down. Uh, and a question I'm hesitant to respond to, but because it's Guy Frazier, I will uh, I will answer it. 
Looking to complete my DCTF magazine collection from 1990 to present. Need a couple of the early 90s before I was alive. I noticed you can order them online, mm -hmm. but is it possible to stop by the office and pick them up and pay in person? Yes. Yes, it is. Max loves surprise hugs. I do not like surprise hugs. But, Guy, we would love to have you, uh, especially if you want to come look at the archives and see if there's anything you want to pick up. That would be all right by us. That it? That should be it for today. Okay, that's going to do right. it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday Fun on Texas Football Today.